Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Grow Towards Your Greatness podcast. My name is Omikongo Dabinga. Thanks for taking the time out to grow with me. I wanted to talk today about the importance of working to see the positive in people before we see the negative in people. And the reason I wanted to talk about that is because we're coming off uh, uh, yet another election. They seem to get nastier and nastier where the politicians seem to be so caught up in tearing each other down as opposed to building each other up. You see seasoned political analysts such as Mary Madeline and, and, and Donna Brazil talking about how they've never seen a political climate this divisive. It seems as if these politicians pride themselves off of looking for the worst qualities in an individual as opposed to looking for the positive ones first. And you can't even be seen for a member of the opposite party without being condemned in some way, shape, or form. We understand that climate. But here's something I want to ask you. Do you participate in that climate as well on a daily basis? When you meet people... How do you greet them? How do you approach them? Do you start to automatically think about the things that separate you all? Or do you look for the things that you have in common first? Many of the people that I encounter on a daily basis always look at people with suspicion first. And my friend Howard had a book called Trust Before Suspicion. And for a couple of years, I couldn't really understand what that meant. But as I got older, I started to understand that he was basically talking about Approaching everybody for that good that's in them. As Les Brown said, all of us, you know, there's some good in the worst of us and some bad in, in the best of us. Everybody has negative qualities. Everybody has positive qualities. But when you interact with somebody, what do you do to work to bring out the positive qualities? If you're doing this, this is something that our politicians could learn from watching you. As a teacher, I always looked at every child as a potential president, not a potential problem. And I like what Carnegie said, you know, when he said we need to mine people like we mine gold. You know, we'll go through tons and tons and tons of dirt, as I said in the poem, to find one ounce of gold. And we need to look at individuals and go through all of the tons and tons and tons of negativity and issues and problems they may have and find that one ounce of good. That's how we've made progress in this country and across the globe. It's when people work to appeal to people's human side, to their positive side, those are the times you've made real progress. So what I want to challenge you today is to think about people who you may have opposing views from. Sit down and think about what are the things that you have in common. What could you do today to, to work to better understand them in, in, on your journey to helping them better understand you? I, I like what Stephen Covey said, you know, you have to seek to understand before you seek to be understood. And our politicians don't do that, but in your individual life, you need to do that. We have a lot of division in many of our communities based on religious beliefs, based on political beliefs, beliefs on issues of race and class. There are so many reasons. And look, ladies and gentlemen, Look, family, we can easily every single day find a reason to keep ourselves isolated. But what I want you to challenge yourself to do is to find ways to build with people who may think differently from you. How can you do that, you might ask? Well, does the person who thinks different from you, differently from you have children, for example, and you have children? There's common ground right there. You both love your children. You both will do anything for, for your children. Then you know that that's a point that you can start to have a conversation about. You may have political views that are a little bit different, but you both improve, believe in improving your community. You both have a problem with the educational system. This could be a point of departure for discussion. And this is what we're talking about, places you can find points of departure. I, I love seeing stories about the old civil rights days where 
you know, black men and, and white men or, or, or white women and black women who couldn't even sit at the same table now in their 70s and 80s are, are now friends and, and sit back and have, you know, sip lemonade in the shade and, you know, and talk about those days. I, I look at, you know, politicians like John Lewis and how the person who attacked him on the city hall steps and stabbed him with, with, with a flagpole has come to him and asked for forgiveness. And, you know, they, they became, you know, they, they got to know each other over the years. If people can do that in those times, we can do that now. So stop worrying about what you can do every single day to keep people away from you. We worry about people who differ from us getting close. That's not the way to go. Expand your horizons. Expand your possibilities. And just realize that the person who you disagree most with could be your greatest ally if you just made a, a, a concerted effort to really try to get to know them and understand them and try to focus on bringing out the good. It's too easy in this society to bring out the negative. Why don't you be that person to take that bold step, look for the good in people, bring that out, and you never know, you just might make a new friend. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.